0: Welcome to Sound and Vision, conversations with contemporary artists and musicians about the creative process. Here's the host of Sound and Vision, Brian Alfred. Midori Harima is an artist born and raised in Japan who is currently based in Queens, New York. She's actively exhibiting locally and internationally, including Honey Space, Deitch Studios, Kanagawa Prefectural Gallery, the Maiden Lane Exhibition Space, Yerba Center of the Arts, and Kala Art Institute. Harima earned her B.A. in printmaking at Yoshibi University of Art in Japan and is represented by Maho Kubota Gallery in Tokyo. The work she's best known for is her black and white paper sculptures made from photocopied images. Her recent work uses trash as a material and relates to the act of consumption while exploring a photographic and literary approach to sculpture. Her one-year project, Democracy Demonstrates, was recently included in the three-person show Lyrics, Gestures, and Games at the Cala Art Institute in Berkeley, California, which ends July 12. I met up with Midori at her studio while preparing for a solo show, Year Without a Summer, at Maho Kubota Gallery in Tokyo that opens June 30th and runs through August 5th. Here's our conversation. Where you grew up? Sure.
1: Okay, I'm from Japan, mm-hmm. and I born in Yokohama, little uh, small kind of suburb area. And when I was 10 years old, second elementary school, second mm-hmm. grade, I moved to Ibaraki Prefecture, mm-hmm. and it's also a suburb of Tokyo. It's like north uh, North, yeah, northeast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then I grown up there until high school. Mm-hmm. Then I moved to uh, for college, uh, I went to Joshibi University. Mm-hmm. It's also Kanagawa Prefecture. Yeah. So yeah, through my life, I kind of live in the Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So when did mm-hmm. were you always artistic, or was, was um, it something your parent were they artistic? No,
1: my parents are both uh, really normal people. Mm-hmm. My father is <laughs> normal like normal yeah. people. <laughs> Not like um. us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he he's like a typical Japanese salary man. Mm-hmm. Salary man is English, by the way. Businessman, yeah, yeah businessman. And my mom is a housewife, and mm-hmm. you know, doing part time here and there. Yeah. So.
0: Well, how did art come into your
1: life? I don't know. I really like making things mm-hmm. when I was a little, and also I, I like books. Yeah. So, like, m- maybe my first introduction to art is through book. Mm-hmm. And I still remember some uh, like uh, calendar. I think the Picasso or Mane or oh, Monet, yeah. those the famous uh, painting printed on it. Then mm-hmm. I really liked it. So yeah, I don't know. I, I just like looking at pictures, mm-hmm. and I also like drawing, yeah, yeah. pictures and making small things. Isn't it funny
0: when you're growing mm-hmm. up in your little mm-hmm. certain things in your house mm-hmm. that you see every day have like a big effect on you? Right.
1: Yeah. I had
0: like my mm-hmm. my dad collected Native mm-hmm. American art mm-hmm. and like paintings of Native American because mm-hmm. I guess we're part Native American, right. like a very small percentage, mm-hmm. but we had all this stuff around, mm-hmm. and to this day I mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. I can visually picture exactly what those paintings I know, look like. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: I think it it really does have an effect on mm-hmm. you. So in kids' books too, right? Yeah. So you were. Mm-hmm. Reading yeah, a lot. I
1: still remember vividly, like that picture of a princess, tell mm-hmm. those fairy tales. Yeah. I think my parents still keep them. That's cool. <laughs> somewhere in the closet. Right. Mm.
0: So what about in school? Were you taking? Uh, when did you start taking art classes?
1: Art classes? I actually, I, 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 taking art class when I was a child. Mm-hmm. I really want to do the oil painting, mm-hmm. which is, I saw in the picture, like a Picasso, I really like his blue painting. Oh, I saw yeah. there's something romantic about it. Mm-hmm. and I want to try. So when I was like 11 mm-hmm. or 12, I went to like cultural school, you know, <laughs> with yeah. all the adults. Mm-hmm. Oil, I took oil painting class. So that's my first, oh, no, before that, I... I go to like a kids art uh, classes in yeah. my neighbor neighborhood, and
0: were you painting in those two or just drawing or
1: painting? Yeah, painting mm-hmm. and oil painting. Yeah, that was funny. I was yeah doing like a nude models and stuff. <laughs> I, I was only <laughs>
0: child. <laughs> were you the only young one there? Yeah, that's funny. <laughs>
1: yes, and now like over 40, 50s, you know, right people, even teachers, sixties. Mm.
0: They must have loved that you were taking those classes, like this yeah. young person really into it. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> but that, that was funny. I don't know how to uh, draw, you know, human. And my first of all, in painting just like cartoonists. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really flat. Uh, yeah.
0: So when you went to mm-hmm. high school.
1: Oh, yeah. High school. So I went to high school. Uh, it's famous for art. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's actually next to the Tokyo National University. Yeah, it's in uh, Ibaraki mm-hmm. Prefecture. That was my high school, and then I yeah went to university after that.
0: And when you went to mm-hmm. uh, college, you were gra- you were majoring mm-hmm. in art.
1: Uh, yeah, I study. I enter as a the painting student, mm-hmm. and I picked the print printing courses. Yeah, from second grade and. Yeah, I graduated at print major. What kind
0: of were you doing, like etchings and woodblocks, or?
1: Um, I did. I tried ho- mm-hmm. everything, but uh, I picked. I don't know. I couldn't re- relate it to this, uh, some sort like etching or. Ash. So I picked silk screen, mm-hmm. and then soon after I tried to achieve some certain uh, texture. Yeah. Then I realized it. I need a texture of a printed matter, mm-hmm. which is like a cross copy machine I mm-hmm. can get from Xerox machine. So I start using Xerox machine, then mostly I was working in the library. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was so uncomfortable to uh, working in uh, people. Mm-hmm. If you're, like, a undergrad student, you right. can have a the private studio. You're out in the open. Yeah, so <laughs> I kind of <laughs> work in, in the library. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: That's funny. So were you doing collage mm-hmm. stuff, too, I guess? Yeah, I
1: started making sculpture, mm-hmm. as i making right now. So, yeah. That so what, started, was, mm-hmm. what
0: was the education like, as far as, you know... Um, Like art schools here, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there's a certain, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: depending on where you go, there's certain ideologies and certain ways of, you know, working and Mm -hmm. relationship between contemporary art. I Mm -hmm. mean, was contemporary art a big thing Mm -hmm. in the process of your education or was it a little Mm -hmm. more focused on what you were doing? That's
1: right. Yeah. My time, especially like uh, the teachers were really academic too and Mm -hmm. like hardcore (laughs) printmakers yeah. <laughs> so they don't I don't get much education about contemporary art right. besides I'm doing myself and mm-hmm. so
0: but you were conscious of it I would imagine right
1: conscious of of like mm-hmm.
0: contemporary art and what's going on oh sure you know yeah
1: because something around yeah out there that time yeah it's a contemporary art and soon I studied printmaking, I realized c- 2D is not my dimension, mm-hmm. so I kind of naturally start making 3D figure out of prints, mm-hmm. so that's how I started my sculpture.
0: So you would do mm-hmm. pr- make printouts and then start to build those into sculptures?
1: Right.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So w- And did that come from, were mm-hmm. you doing that as a kid too, like sculpting things or working in 3D, or did it just come out of the ah. process of... Working oh, with two D images.
1: Never saw, <laughs> I never thought of it, but in, when I was a little, I really like, uh, doll playing with dolls. Yeah. So, sewing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a s-, s small stuffed animals, or that's that's what I really liked.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because they have a character to them. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe that mm-hmm. was like a tie-in.
1: Maybe. Yeah. I never thought with that.
0: Or just, I, I guess it's a different mm-hmm. way of working with your hands too. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The two D versus three D right. kind of world. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. what was the response, or like, how did your teachers feel how about what you were doing? And
1: mm, most they they don't really criticize or <laughs> just uh, I really appreciate they just leave me alone and yeah, yeah. they because they're they can say something about printmaking, mm-hmm. but the uh, they, seems like they couldn't say much about sculpture or that time it's really divided. So yeah. teacher only teach about paint making techniques mm-hmm. and, you know, about composition or. Yeah. So, yeah, I remember my, my teacher, he said, I just, you can do uh, your, your thing. And right. <laughs> they really encouraged me to do what I was, I was doing now.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's interesting because mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. I think sometimes the criticism mm-hmm. with some students is you don't get enough process right. critique,
1: mm-hmm. and the critique
0: is more conceptual like, or CLE. in relation mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. yeah what's going on now like theory mm-hmm. and stuff like yeah. that. But That's it se- it sounds like you have more they mm-hmm. they had more of a sort of the the discussion mm-hmm. the entry into discussion was more about the technique. In relation I to... I think
1: so. But I, I don't know now. Maybe now it's a little getting different, more like towards theory. But uh, yeah, my time is around late 90s and mm-hmm. early two thousand, and was like that. Yeah. Uh, Japanese art school is right. like
0: Right. Mm-hmm. I'm so interested in the differences mm-hmm. between... Oh, yeah, ...doing sure. over there mm-hmm. and here. And the art world in general, just like the... E- yes. There's a whole different mm-hmm. vibe there. I think You know so. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And one thing that I always find interesting is... Mm-hmm. Um, how kind of the the relationship to objects mm-hmm. and utilitarian things, like
2: mm-hmm.
0: there's such a respect mm-hmm. and a sort of artistic integrity in mm-hmm. those things mm-hmm. and, and a value to that. Right. Whereas here, anything mm-hmm. commercial,
1: yeah. there tends
0: to be some sort of, mm-hmm. or anything that you use tends mm-hmm. to have mm-hmm. a lesser, mm-hmm. an implied lesser value to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's such a big right. difference, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, you I know, just wonder how mm. that shapes artists as they come up, not mm. having that hierarchy. You know what I mean? Mm,
1: I see. Hmm. But it's a maybe it's a good and bad in both ways. Yeah. And yeah, Japanese art tend to be kind of uh, craft, like yeah. just emphasize on craft, like right. beauty, or so. I don't think it's a. N- I think I can see that that thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I guess if you're able to mm-hmm. sort of bring your own conceptual
1: mm-hmm. you know
0: focus into mm-hmm. your practice mm-hmm. even without a lot of critique of that, then it can work really well. You mm-hmm. know what I mean?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. But yeah,
0: that is mm-hmm. it, it's a it's a totally different kind of yeah. relationship mm-hmm. to art making in a way.
1: To do. Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah. when did you come over here?
1: Uh, I came right after, I mean, one year after I graduated, mm-hmm. so two thousand one, so right after nine eleven. I first I moved to San Francisco, yeah, because my boyfriend, now my husband, from there, mm-hmm. so I just came with him, and I stayed there four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And did
0: you? Were you just? Mm-hmm. Did you get a studio there? Or? Speaking of non-affordable places, San Francisco oh, is yes. about as expensive. Now, yeah, it's not yeah.
1: crazy. But that time, I
0: wasn't so bad yet, right?
1: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have a studio in San Francisco. I mm-hmm. was working in an apartment. Yeah, but I remember, like, uh, <laughs> I had a studio visit. Mm-hmm. Uh, with curators, and then they really supply. I, I was making two tigers, that was my first show in San Francisco. Yeah, I got some award show uh, from New Langton Art Gallery, mm-hmm. and then I was making two life scale tigers. Yeah, in an apartment in your apartment, <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so no, actually, studio, studio apartment. Yeah, I remember there's all supplies, and it's take over two tigers take over my entire apartment, right. And My husband is really generous in doing
0: that. Yeah. So did you feel Mm -hmm. at that point too? Mm -hmm. You know how here, like for some reason, studios are like a thing where people think like, oh, you have this massive studio, Mm -hmm. or and there's something about like working at home that people find Mm -hmm. weird or.
1: Maybe I understand people doesn't take it serious or if you don't have a studio, but I don't. I'm from Japan and Japan is like. Really small, you know, living spaces. People work at home, right?
0: Sometimes, I mean, you can.
1: Sometimes, and then I've been doing that for, you know, since I um, graduated. So yeah, so I I have some confidence that I can work any. I mean, that's not necessarily good thing. Maybe it could be bad thing because your scale of a your scale of Mm a Work kind of limited to yeah. the space, but I don't know. I always think about life. What is life sizes? Right. So life size, it has uh, some rea- reality. Mm, how can I say? I know. I know what you mean. Yeah. Some like work a has a reality. Like to a reality
0: it. of your relationship to the size and scale of the object right. in a way, so yeah. it feels more real in a
1: mm-hmm. way. So. I I regard the reality is the most important thing about artwork. So yeah. I don't know if I have to live in small space. I still feel I can make work. Yeah, mm.
0: I've never had a big studio. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and it's funny because here, mm-hmm. with that, you get that kind of like status mm-hmm. or something. I don't know. It doesn't matter yeah. where you make. I I think right. it's it, the work is the work.
1: I know, and time is time too, because yeah. if you have. If you get bigger studio, you have to drain a little time to pay rent, or right. I don't know. So that's why I'm I'm really thinking those things. I like it. I start thinking maybe it doesn't have to be New York either. I mean, and I can work anywhere. Yeah. That's what I feel. Yeah, because time is time and space is space. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. And I think um, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, actually, I was been watching this program uh-huh. on um. I think it's like NHK World or something. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's about um, sort of like craftsmanship in Japan mm-hmm. and like different things that are made like mm-hmm. the old school way right. that haven't changed. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these people are like carving things out of wood or doing like amazing things mm-hmm. and they're just in their living room and they just oh. put a towel down mm-hmm. or, you know, working in like these mm-hmm. intimate personal spaces right.
2: mm-hmm. and making
0: these amazing things. And mm-hmm. It's like, it's so nice that
2: mm-hmm.
0: you don't have to go to this big factory or some studio to specifically for that, you mm-hmm. know, and, and it just feels like, mm-hmm. I don't know, there's something nice about it. Like I love, mm-hmm. I, I have a studio, yeah. I have a studio in Pennsylvania mm-hmm. and then I also work at home sometimes too, cause I have a separate room sure. and I think working at home sometimes is my favorite because like I late know. at night I working know. on small work. Yeah. And I do work on the computer, too, mm-hmm. so I do right. that wherever do I go. Whatever. It's mm-hmm. like the mobile studio. Right. You know? mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I kind of like mm-hmm. the idea, too, of being adaptable where you make your work. Yeah. Like, you mm-hmm. can change.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I used to, what, like, people do residencies, mm-hmm. and they oh, come sure. back from residencies, mm-hmm. and they're always, mm-hmm. or not always, but usually mm-hmm. they're energized because it's oh, a different sure. mm-hmm. it's a different feel, you right. know? Right. Mm-hmm. And I think it makes you feel... Change the way you think about your work in the way. True. Life.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: like moving apartments.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a
0: pain, but yeah. it's nice to mm-hmm. to like get a new start, you know?
1: Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So you were in San Francisco for yeah, four was, years?
1: Yeah, that was my, f- yeah, where I started my artist career. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, I, I was doing a couple of show in Japan. I was involved in the Artisan kind mm-hmm. of gallery. Mm-hmm. So I had a show twice. Then I moved to San Francisco, and tigers those tigers that was the first time first exposure uh my work to in United States. Yeah. I was quite surprised. I was just popping and and they picked picked me mm-hmm. to have a show and I, I was quite surprised because it that those kind of things seems not happening in Japan, yeah, yeah. And then after the some curator uh the Yaba Brenner mm-hmm. Center, he picked me for the group show, mm-hmm. mm, like a, a showcase of a Bay Area artist. And yeah. that's how my career started. So he really helped me a lot. And I was yeah really surprised how different, like American art world and Japanese okay. art world.
0: Yeah, so mm. you well, that's great. You got to meet people right away from right. that show, and mm. yeah, no, it's a small world in a way. Yeah, you know, it is. you mm. just start to meet all right. sorts of people. Yeah. How is it different than you mm-hmm. know being over in Japan as far as
1: um I don't know
0: the meeting side of it, I guess a meeting or side? connecting. with I mean, people.
1: I was there just one year after mm-hmm. <laughs> I graduated. So short, I can't yeah. really say, mm, but still, now I frequently go back to Japan yeah. and have a show, but still really men dominating yeah oh yeah yeah it's like old authority figures right. really have a power to decide things mm-hmm. and yeah I, I remember when i was in san francisco I, I was supposed to meet the director of a museum or mm-hmm. something and i of course imagine it's like some old man right but that was young woman came, and I was quite surprised. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's such a thing. I don't know, now, maybe now start happening, but Mm -hmm. uh, that time I really, yeah, doesn't expect. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. well, that was good that you started sort of making those connections in Mm -hmm. San Francisco. So, in four Mm -hmm. years, Mm -hmm. how many, you had a few shows while you were there? Yes. And Um, then, mm -hmm. then you, uh, Decided to move here, I guess?
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Because it's yeah, relatively small, and I feel like I was also interested in California. It's like California Yeah, country. it is. <laughs> it's very California. <laughs> so I <wanted> to see the <laughs> other side. of. I mean, New York is a still city, but I just want curious. And right. Me and my husband rented the truck and drove across country. That was 2005. Mm-hmm. We are young and stupid, so we <laughs> somehow we decided <laughs> to move in uh, winter time, January. Oh no! So snowstorm chasing us, and <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> so we cross country. And
0: Did you have a place? Did you like already find a place? In
1: it? No, we don't know much people, and we just got separate, one month, oh, yeah. two months separate and then we didn't have enough promised job, or yeah, we were just young and yeah. <laughs> brave right, yeah. yeah so that was winter yeah we finally yeah reached to new york and
0: but when you got your sublet you found a place
1: yes yeah yeah within yeah. the two months we found a place in astoria and
0: have been yeah. here ever since
1: uh actually we did moved you move? to jackson heights two years ago oh yeah because astoria gets expensive yeah. too expensive too yeah
0: yeah, Astoria was the first mm. place I moved to when I came to Already? New York yeah, in yeah, the it's late really '90s. Yeah, nice too. Mm. It's changed they, so much. I well, know. all of New York mm. has. But yeah. yeah. Mm. It's a great little area of. I know. So Very many good nice. food mm. places mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So how long did it take for you to set up a studio here?
1: Uh, actually, soon after I moved to New York, mm-hmm. my friends uh, Tom bio He's a sculptor and mm-hmm. artist. Uh, he c- he called called me and uh, he asked me like, uh, like, hey, do you want a free studio in Chelsea? And I was like, <laughs> yes, sure. <laughs> no
0: one ever said no to that. I <laughs> no know, ever yeah, it's
1: it. strange about that. Uh, sure, then I went there and then one entire building that was four-story building mm-hmm. in corner of uh, 11th Avenue and 21st Street. Mm-hmm. It's abundant building, it's yeah. waiting for permission to demolish, mm-hmm. and no electricity, no water. It's pretty bad uh, shape, and mm-hmm. but you know, giant space. And the owner is a uh, the Chelsea developer mm-hmm. named now mm-hmm. Alf Neyman. He decided to like uh, let the artist use the entire building for free until he get permission to demolish wow. the building. Yeah, that's really. It's London, rare. that yeah. was 2005 <laughs> and then yeah, London people get, you know, like me, like my friends called me and I went there and I just showed briefly my portfolio and then they like my work and yeah then my friends told me like, oh you can pick there's like a open uh, floor, mm-hmm. no, no walls and then you can pick where you want to B, how big <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, it's strange, but uh, that was 2005, and then uh, we collect all the plumbers and electrician, you know, artists. Mm-hmm. So we built studio by ourselves. So we built the walls and.
0: <laughs> and you did that even though you didn't know how long you could be there, right?
1: Yeah. Because they could have uh, No, we promised like two years or oh, something okay. first Oh, wow, um, that's good But the, the, then we, we made a really beautiful the studio And yeah. also like a common area um,
0: Now, did that help you <clears throat> get people to the studio for studio visits Considering you're right there? You know what e- I mean?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then yeah. you were,
0: well, how many people mm-hmm. were in there roughly?
1: Roughly, maybe 20, started at 20 or so.
0: So you're meeting a lot of people too, I would imagine, Oh,
1: right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of artists and... That, mm, yeah, that project went really well. So it's covered in New York Times a couple of times and nice. get really nice mm, uh, attention. Yeah. So project went well. So the owner decided to keep it going, a little bit longer, so ended up maybe 10, nearly 10 years, yeah, the building, yeah, Yeah. the project.
0: Wow, that's Mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah. it sounds like something that might have happened in the 1980s but not the I 2000s I know that's a lot
1: of people <laughs> said that like one step in a studio it's like well some, that's something like 80s yeah, <laughs> yeah. right And made it of Chelsea yeah. yeah before it was you know mm-hmm. what it is now yeah which is yeah mm.
0: crazy expensive
1: so that was my first studio I yeah. also mm.
0: so when what was mm-hmm. your first showing experience in the city mm-hmm. in New York in
1: New York what was it, it was through the project Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Through that project, there's some gallery involving It's called Banina Holasek Gallery. Mm-hmm. It's in a small townhouse gallery in Chelsea. Yeah. I think that was my first exposure. They gave me a solo show and they represent me. Oh. Which year? <laughs> Two thousand six, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was and my and point. what
0: was the what was your work like at that time? Like when you were working in that ah, studio?
1: Um, same, like uh, I mostly making s- animal sculpture. Mm-hmm. with a zerox copy paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as I making now.
0: So that's all paper.
1: Paper, yeah. Mm, it's a uh, empty inside. Wow. Mm.
0: And how... Mm-hmm. I for, I forget if I asked you, but how big were those tigers that you did? Uh, life-size. Life-size? Life-size. <laughs> wow. Is that, mm-hmm. like, basically the, the largest you have gone with them, is e- life-size? E- yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, animals, those big animals. Mm-hmm. I and made a house once. That was maybe the... Whoa.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, life-size? Not life-size.
1: <laughs> kind of. Oh, not a little smaller than a uh, house. And I actually had a merry-go-round, too. That... Chelsea the studio project. Uh-huh. My friend Tom has a studio the ground floor. Mm-hmm. So he decided to half of the studio make uh, turn into an art gallery called uh-huh. Honey Space. Mm-hmm. So I sh- I make nearly life scale mini go around. Wow. That was also
0: How long did it take to make that?
1: Maybe three weeks. Mm-hmm. That was great. That's the most ideal uh, situation. Like, I, there's some space and then you can you do can work whatever there. you want. You can paint the floor. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was staying in a gallery. That was three weeks, maybe. Mm-hmm.
0: So, you like doing on-site?
1: On-site, yeah.
0: installations. Mm-hmm. That's kind of great, right? Because you have yeah. this yeah, you space. You don't have to worry about mm-hmm. transporting the stuff because you're right. making it while you're there. Yeah,
1: so you can make it be <laughs> yeah and yeah. i would
0: imagine you kind mm. of react to the mm-hmm. space sure yeah. different than like if you're doing mm. it in a studio or that's something. that's right mm. yeah that's, so that's cool.
1: the most ideal mm.
0: yeah so mm. and, and another thing too is mm-hmm. who are some of the people that you're inspired by i mean not mm-hmm. necessarily mm-hmm. sculptors or mm-hmm. but who are the artists that kind of get you going and that you're interested in mm. Or it doesn't even have to be art oh, it or, have to be. you know, music or mm-hmm. ballet uh, or whatever uh, it could be, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. I am interested in people. Like uh, lately, I really uh, got inspiration by books. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and So you not- read a lot? I read. I like reading. Yeah. <laughs> yes, And movie. I like movie. Mm-hmm. So my lesson inspiration is uh, also working in between language. Mm-hmm. One is called Levi Hideo. He's a uh, American, a native, uh, not native American, <laughs> English mm-hmm. native speaker, but uh, he's uh, one of the first author to uh, write in Japanese, write novels in Japanese. Mm-hmm. And another one is Yoko Tawada. She's mm-hmm. Japanese, and she lives in Germany, and she writes in Germany. Wow. Yeah, so some I'm I'm really interested in people who uh, work in between different culture, different especially language.
0: Yeah, yeah. It must be so hard to trans. I mean,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, the like translating mm-hmm. novel is one thing when mm-hmm. it's just day to day speech. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm always amazed that there are mm-hmm. people who can do that. Yeah, to try to catch those nuances, mm-hmm. you know.
1: Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I
0: recently did a show called In Praise of Shadows, and mm-hmm. it was based off the you know the mm-hmm. famous book, mm-hmm. and you know I'm not I can't read well in Japanese you know and mm. just basic things oh, you but
2: read Japanese.
0: just mm. hiragana katakana but my oh. kanji is mm. no good so mm. it makes it like I can't read mm. read you know I have to read it in English yeah. and you know I've been told
2: mm. there's
0: so many differences mm-hmm. between the languages that
2: yeah.
0: it's hard because if mm-hmm. you can't mm-hmm. if you don't know it you know you're missing a little bit of that
1: Mm-hmm. Feeling, or
0: mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but it's amazing that people can do that. They
1: I know, yeah, it's transcribe also and, mm-hmm. and
0: translate that feeling,
1: right? You know? Yeah, anytime
0: mm-hmm. it comes to something nuanced, mm-hmm. like philosophy mm-hmm. or uh, even art, like oh, yeah. art must mm-hmm. be so difficult to mm-hmm. translate.
2: Oh, sure, mm-hmm.
0: between because mm-hmm. not only is it the language, it's mm-hmm. also the culture mm-hmm. and it's also visual mm-hmm. history
1: sure it's like yeah.
0: layered mm-hmm. difficulty yeah mm-hmm. whereas if you're talking about a baseball game it's probably a little more simple
1: oh I know <laughs> so I really interested in translating idea of translating mm-hmm. as you said that as a visual artist I I want to apply the method of translating mm-hmm. the language to another language into my art I don't yeah. know it's really big but uh, that's, how I feel, it's something I want to refer to. Yeah. Those, yeah.
0: It's super interesting. Mm-hmm. because it, yeah. it
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's like a blurry gray area. That, I know. That can mm-hmm. never really be mm-hmm. clear in sure. a way. yeah. It's you know?
1: so not simple transfer. Transfer mm-hmm. is easy. Right. <laughs> a to B. Yeah. But once I, I attended a lecture by Taro Yoko, mm-hmm. and he she said, she actually have translate how, own novel, mm-hmm. German to Japanese, but yeah. she said it's completely uh, different work. I mean, not like just translate. It you have to right. start from zero. Yeah, yeah, I totally understand because it has meaning to use this language and yeah. this word. It has to be that word.
2: Right.
1: So it's not only. She she says very interesting. <laughs> I try <tried> to explain. <laughs> okay, language, right? Mm-hmm. The Japanese and English. If you translate meaning of the language, idea, mm-hmm. mediate those bit two lang- different languages. Right. But she said that translation is not like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is abstract, but that's something I really...
0: No, but I, I have a good uh-huh. example of that, yeah. I think. If you take Google Translate sure. and you translate something mm-hmm. in from Japanese to English, mm-hmm. it is so wrong.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but it is mm-hmm. a literal, like, they're taking the definition of mm-hmm. each word and putting right. that together.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that shows you how that's inadequate. You know, yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's, like, something totally different. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's, like, a similar mm-hmm. parallel mm-hmm. that I was talking about before when it mm-hmm. comes to, like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: visually growing up in Japan. Yeah. And I know it's so different mm-hmm. in a way than in the West, right. it's different everywhere, mm, but, sure. I mean, I'm just, I happen to be particularly interested in the Japanese, mm-hmm. sort of, that aesthetic, and mm-hmm. ukiyo-e, and stuff mm-hmm. that I love, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, that that it's a different kind mm-hmm. of, mm-hmm. Um, it, they're all images, but mm-hmm. it's a different mindset, and mm-hmm. a different sort of h- visual history going on, right. and sensibility, mm-hmm. But to me, it's really interesting when you cross over. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And, like, I was doing this project for JR, mm-hmm. and I went and I mm-hmm. I showed them images mm-hmm. that I... Photographs that I took of Niigata, because...
1: Okay. Or? Yeah, just mm-hmm. stuff that I was interested mm-hmm. in visually,
0: right. mm-hmm. and they... After I showed them, they were like, "Oh, it's really interesting that you picked that stuff to sure. photograph, because mm. they never would have thought to oh, yeah. mm-hmm. see it." And sometimes from the outside, mm. you notice things that mm. other people might not. You know, right. like, I think that's interesting. I think that's similar to that what you're talking about, mm. like that translation, mm-hmm. like the gray area, and how <laughs> that can that can say something different about who we are as people because mm. of that the sort of jumping over that gap. You right. know what I mean? Mm. I think I, that in my work,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I do that all the time. Like, I'm really mm-hmm. interested in travel mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and what our environment says about mm-hmm. us as people. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times
2: mm-hmm. you
0: traverse different areas and cultures in your travel. Mm-hmm. And that can be a very interesting thing, right. I think. Mm-hmm. So how are you going to get that into your work? I like or how, how is it oh, in your work?
1: How it, mm. The
0: translation aspect
1: translation aspect I'm still <laughs> thinking like, yeah I have a like a desire to I want to translate no not tr- I yeah I said translate mm-hmm. um, space in a novel mm-hmm. little it <laughs> space in a novel in the actual space mm-hmm. yeah as a, but I don't know how <laughs> I'm still looking for yeah how to do it and yeah I've been thinking I want to make some Work about language. Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
0: Well in a way too this Mm -hmm. these sculptures that you're making are translating in a way, right? Because Uh, you're taking Mm. you're taking something that was used Mm -hmm. or that someone had an experience with Mm -hmm. and then threw it away. Right. And then you're having Mm -hmm. creating a new experience with it.
1: True. Mm-hmm. and building
0: something you're translating the not only
1: mm-hmm.
0: what that material is mm-hmm. and how it's now functioning
2: right but mm-hmm. also
0: what its purpose was mm-hmm. and now it's new purpose oh sure and yeah. then the mm-hmm. sensibility of someone who creates that mm-hmm. as an as a product maker mm-hmm. like i want to make this label bright green mm-hmm. so you see it well right, right. Mm-hmm. and we'll sell it yeah but then you're using it as mm-hmm. bright green as now a formal element in right. the sculpture of yeah
1: it. True. Mm-hmm. Which
0: is interesting, right? That's yeah, kind yeah. of translating mm-hmm. Yeah. the object, in a sense.
1: Oh, yeah. I c- you can say that, translating. I never thought of it, but uh, yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And through this work, I try to get perspective, uh, multiply my perspective. Mm-hmm. Makes sense? Yeah, I think <laughs> I right. know. Yeah. Because you never garbage. I, some of the garbage, uh, should I explain this? about this project. Mm -hmm. I did a uh, one-year project called Democracy Demonstrates, and I saved all the garbage I use every day and then Mm -hmm. make one sculpture per day. So that was my... That work is about democracy, Mm -hmm. and I've been thinking about democracy a lot, how difficult it is, and I haven't seen democracy anywhere. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, I, I see... My, few of my friends, I saw they're really democratic. That inspires me, too. But as a system, I never seen democracy perfectly work. Right. Or seeing myself, I'm I want to be a democratic person, but mm-hmm. I'm not. <laughs> 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 Making art is really like a dictator. Could it be? <laughs> you like, instantly decide mm-hmm. the hierarchy, make hierarchy, what is good, what is bad, and then at some point, I kind of fed up with it. I right. mean, you can't get away from it, making decisions, but I want to loosen up a little bit. Yeah. So that was also my... I, I did a practice of democracy one year mm-hmm. through the garbage or act of consumption, act of selection, mm-hmm. not based on beauty, yeah. <laughs> sense of beauty. So that was good practice, like some of the material, like plastic wrap, or I never think it's beautiful, or it's a hard time for me to discover its beauty, so I kind of change the angle, observe it, and combine with other elements, (laughs) yeah. So are you -hmm. you
0: trying to make it kind Mm -hmm. of like formally interesting? Or you trying to make it beautiful? You know what I mean? Like, what is your mindset about? I've got Mm -hmm. these five things that I use today, Mm -hmm. and now I'm going to make a sculpture out of it. But what? You could do that. You could just stack them. You could just Mm -hmm. put them in different areas of your studio. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You you could do so much with it. Mm -hmm. This kind of Mm -hmm. there's something maybe a little Ikebana-ish about it. Like there's angles and there's Mm -hmm. like a delicate yeah way that they're coming together mm-hmm. that i i would imagine it mm-hmm. might be a sensibility that you have so that's, are you embracing that or is that something mm. that you fight or how do you think about making them
1: oh that's i found the first that uh, this project i started in korea i was in residency in mm-hmm. uh, south korea and three months i was there and of course you went to another country the, everything looks familiar i yeah. uh, I'm familiar yeah, and new. yeah i was curious like uh Consumption pattern or what I consume in different country, mm-hmm. but ended up it's very similar. Mm-hmm. But I kept the garbage with no reason, just a cu- curiosity mm-hmm. what I was uh, consuming, and then also that was uh, three months staying in Asian country is ever since. Yeah, I left in left from Japan. yeah. So I have a longing to Asian landscape. And so first, I try to capture the Asian landscape with my garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I something like you, you might know this in Asia, something really loose and somewhere in between nature and artificial force. Mm-hmm. So I tried to capture that landscape. Yeah, so I don't know some looseness that I tried to mm. yeah construct with the garbage. Yeah. <laughs> and I set the rule too. I I don't I didn't use any tape, any glue. So everything that also decided how a uh, sculpture formed.
0: Yeah. Mm. So did you feel like after mm. doing it for a mm. year, you've you exhausted mm. it, or do you feel like you could just keep doing it? Oh no, it that was on so and on.
1: much, so fun. Yeah, and yeah, I really love doing this. Also, you can learn about you your habit, mm-hmm. like you just pick up coffee without you don't really you know without yeah. desire. That many of the consuming act is based on that, like a Habit, right? <laughs> yeah, this is
0: where I go in the morning to yeah. get my coffee. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. So I'm really aware of uh, like a marketing, and right, right. <laughs> Yeah, I've been being so passive about consuming mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, it's almost like ritual, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, yeah.
0: So if you if mm-hmm. you, and if let's say you got your morning coffee or tea or whatever, mm-hmm. and you, you're walking towards the studio and mm-hmm. there's a little store that's mm-hmm. like a dollar store selling yeah, like
1: mm-hmm. I don't
0: know something bright mm-hmm. green that catches your eye, mm-hmm. would you buy that and then use it in your sculpture? but oh, you,
1: no, I it was
0: only the things that you yeah, were
1: I, getting: yeah, I get and also in an interesting way, change my consumption pattern too yeah, like i I have to carry. Garbage i consume right I, I don't wanna do that so yeah, yeah. i okay I'm not gonna buy coffee <laughs> I try that was the only thing besides i i I didn't really pick yeah uh things mm-hmm it yeah. was
0: just what you mm-hmm. got basically
1: yeah same like a uh, judgment like oh this is cheaper or, uh, I have to make this uh, dinner yeah
0: right mm-hmm. it's really funny what you're saying before though about the dictatorship oh yeah <laughs> because I feel like <laughs> ever so many that? Ever, so many people as artists feel mm-hmm. like they're like breaking outside of the chains of like mm-hmm. the you know working a day job or like the nine mm-hmm. to five or yeah. just being part of like the yeah. capitalist society. Mm-hmm. Sure. And you're free. You mm-hmm. get to do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. You may not get paid much. You mm-hmm. may have a hard time, like, making rent, but yeah. you're, there's this real freedom. Mm-hmm. But, you, like, that, you liken the, the artist mm-hmm. to a dictator is really funny because... Oh, yeah. In a way, yeah, mm-hmm. when it comes to studio practice, like, mm-hmm. I am in charge of what uh, I'm yeah. doing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe that day job. I, of course, had a day job. And mm-hmm. then when I was doing this project, I was uh, working as a decorative painter. Oh, really? Which is, like, a kind of... Really, cons- <laughs> yeah.
0: like faux finish stuff.
1: Faux finish, yeah, or like a store, like luxury store yeah. wallpaper. Mm-hmm. But they, it's a, it's all about con- consumption. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they they call it creation, but I mean same as studio practice. Right. Maybe yeah. you know you besides you make really good work, it's you consumer <laughs> It's sad but depressing, but that's true, and that working experience inspires me a lot too. Yeah. Mm. So later, oh yeah, uh, towards the end of the project, I start uh, writing people's name. Mm-hmm. I spend time with. Mm every day so oh, it's mostly yeah. my co-workers it's like
0: a diary in a way of like yeah, all the people
1: diary and then each sculpture has a title mm-hmm. it's usually reflects uh, some incident you know oh, between yeah. my co-worker good or bad so so
0: one of these might be called mm-hmm. like i spilled coffee today <laughs> <laughs> like i dropped mm-hmm. something or oh, it yeah. could be anything
1: mm-hmm. yeah it could be anything yeah i have a list i, I was still working
0: wow that is mm-hmm. That is a real list.
1: Real list. And by doing that, I I realize it's like I divide myself in Mm -hmm. between like day job, studio practice, or like, uh, but I realize why I'm doing that. And everything is part of my life. Uh So I, especially writing people's name, Uh I feel really... um,
0: it's like a personal connection, right?
1: Personal connection yeah. and sympathy to it. Yeah, right. each person and I decided that one sculpture is dedicated to a particular person mm-hmm. regardless I like the person right. <laughs> or not. Right. Yeah. So well that's it is, mm.
0: it is garbage. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> which is funny you know what I mean it's funny oh, that you're yeah. using the garbage yeah. to make the artwork and, and then dedicating it and then but it's beautiful but there's something beautiful about that that yeah. sort of taking something mm-hmm. that other people just throw away and mm-hmm. making something you know
1: yeah but I mean I didn't really give it to the person that right. directed but just in theory it's
0: yeah, it's, dedica- yes. I, it's dedicated...
1: I just, in the language, <laughs> I right, say that right. I dedicate to this person. And that makes me realize uh, who, whose audience, you know, right. of art. Yeah. yeah. So who's your audience? <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious, like, artist, how... Se- I mean, you, you, of course you have audience. Yeah. You know, like right. your wife or your friends or mm-hmm. your, like, uh, artists you really admire. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you, the mm-hmm. work that you make is in dialogue with, mm-hmm. you know, all the artwork you've seen up to that point in your life, mm. all the people around you that make work, right. you know, mm-hmm. the people who give you feedback, mm-hmm. and then, but in a way, it kind of is a dictatorship, because at the end of the day, it's really about what you're interested in, you know, know, know what I mean? And But it has to be, because mm-hmm. if you're, I think if you're making work for sure. other people,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it becomes right. pointless, you know?
1: Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah so I, I i mean I finished this project, of course I realize, oh okay, uh, you can't uh, I mean the judgment mm-hmm. has to be, but i at least I start questioning who who makes the judgment, you know, right, I think I make judgment, but it's all kinds of inference, and yeah. then yeah, also yeah the System of society or capitalism, mm-hmm. all those. So I was aware of it. Like I, I was uh, reading about democracy a lot, and also democracy doesn't last without law. Yeah. The constitution. Yeah. Yeah. So say, same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, my mm, perspective got loo- loosened up a bit. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that's, I'm happy about this project. Right.
0: Mm. But yeah, that's a pretty heavy conceptual stuff.
1: Sure, it doesn't look like it. <laughs> and that, and yeah. you didn't
0: go to Cal Arts, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Like a super, really? you know, super mm. uh, well, theory heavy school, right?
1: Yeah, but I, I feel like I really want to study theory more. Yeah. yeah. Mm.
0: Yeah, I feel like it. Mm-hmm. It's even if it doesn't directly influence your work, it's always great to be. Yeah, it's a great tool to think. But, yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I like about teaching. You yeah. know is mm-hmm. it puts you in the mind space, mm-hmm. uh, thinking critically, but mm-hmm. not always about your own work. Because I sure. think that can be a oh, yeah, trouble yeah. too, if it's oh, sure. right. just you in your studio all the time thinking and thinking that and was thinking. A,
1: yeah, crazy. <laughs> yeah, you'll crazy. go.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So it's nice to get out. Speaking mm-hmm. of the studio, mm-hmm. what do you mm-hmm. um, what do you listen to when you work, or is it silent? Uh,
1: no, no, I really like listening stuff, mm-hmm. like uh, from um,
0: besides the flute that's going on I right now. I know
1: that music studio that's next like door, <laughs> <laughs> so lots of noise. But I listen some uh, some lecture or uh-huh. more really step- I really soothing by some someone really talking nonsense yeah. <laughs> so like I listen to really stupid podcast uh, <laughs> music yeah music mm-hmm.
0: yeah what kind of music are you into uh
1: any kinds I really into like 90s hip-hop lately yeah mm-hmm. they yeah. happy <laughs> right, right. <laughs> party
0: that was like mm-hmm. the the golden era of hip-hop
1: yeah it's something I want to listen something light besides I really have to concentrate yeah yeah so I don't know. If I want to concentrate jazz or contemporary classical music. Yeah. But besides that, yeah, it's any kind.
0: Mm -hmm. 90s R&B and (laughs) hip-hop. 90s R&B and hip-hop.
1: Yes, that was my... Yeah,
0: that's like the fun. Boom. <laughs> yeah, I have the same thing when uh, when I'm working on something and I know what I'm doing. I've gotten no, right. to the point to where I'm just doing it. Sure, I can mm. listen to anything. Yeah. but sometimes in the
1: yeah you really in have the
0: thinking it. phase, mm. I'll put something on it.
1: What do you what, what do you listen oh you my, have to do this uh, so much focus?
0: Oh, to focus. Yeah, uh, I'll mm. do. Lately, I've been doing classical, mm-hmm. which I never used to listen mm. to much. Um, but jazz mm-hmm. or classical or like. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of abstract electronic stuff mm-hmm. that's just kind of bleeps and bloops and stuff. You know, like yeah, yeah, things yeah. that... Like
1: like or, Steve, like...
0: It's almost like it sounds like mm-hmm. the synapses in your brain oh, sure. connecting. Oh, yeah. But you don't mm-hmm. have to focus on it. That's right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like MicroStoria mm-hmm. and Oval and, mm-hmm. and music like that I really mm-hmm. like for that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's weird. Like I get real... Mm-hmm you know specific mm. about I like know. certain times of day and all yeah,
1: that yeah and mood yeah. and yeah mm.
0: especially as I get older but it's it, but my son is really into rock mm-hmm. and roll which is oh, funny really? like uh, what like kind? you know what? Led Zeppelin and ACDC and Jimi mm-hmm. Hendrix and stuff like that so oh. I've been listening to a lot more than I grew up on mm-hmm. that but sure. I don't mm-hmm. I don't listen to it much yeah. anymore but nowadays I've been listening to that mm-hmm. a little more and it's funny because he mm-hmm. grew up on
2: mm-hmm.
0: world music you know, right. jazz, blues,
2: mm-hmm. all
0: sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. But rock is where mm-hmm. it landed. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> Which is, it's mm-hmm. cool. I think, you know, young yeah. kids, rock and mm-hmm. roll, kind of works out. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what do you have coming up as far as your work is concerned? Mm-hmm. You have a show coming up, correct?
1: Oh, yes. I have my solo show coming up in Tokyo mm-hmm. at Mahokubota Gallery, yes. <laughs> same gallery. Uh-huh. And that opens June 30th. Nice. I mean, Until August 5th.
0: Are you mm-hmm. going to go spend some time while you're there? Ye- yes,
1: I'll be there. Yeah, I'm leaving next week and nice. spend there one month.
0: Wow, that's great.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. So, mm-hmm. and did you have it? When uh, people want to check out your work, what's mm-hmm. the best place for them to see it online?
1: Uh, online, my website mm-hmm. or gallery website. Okay. My website, harimamidori.com. Mm hmm.
0: And mahokubota.com.
1: Mm. Mahokubota? Mm. And
0: do you do social media at all?
1: I do Facebook, but it's not really hardcore. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to wean myself off of that.
0: Mm? I've been trying to wean myself off of Facebook lately. I know. Post me election, too. it's been real, mm. a real downer. Mm. <laughs> so I try to like step back from
1: that. I know. Sometimes. Yeah. So
0: but yeah so mm-hmm. everyone should check out your work good uh, luck yeah. with the show coming up thank you thanks so much for having me oh, yeah. over thank you it's great <laughs> to talk to you
1: <laughs> great to talk to you too thank you thank you
0: sound and vision is produced and recorded by myself brian Alfred. You can find more information, images from the studio, and ways to support the podcast at soundenvisionpodcast.com. The introduction and music behind it is courtesy of Michael Lovett, who records as the solo act called Niska Lines. The intro and outro music is by Logan Takahashi. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Thanks for listening.